It's the Emily T. Gale Show, ESPNHawaii.com, and I am down at the Four Seasons Resort at Hualalai. It's uh, the week before the Mitsubishi Electric Championship, which is going to be on Tuesday, January 17th through the 21st. And I'm with Kelly Fleer, the tournament manager. And, and sometimes we do this by phone, but I wanted to drive down here because this, to me, since I've, I've organized events in the past and, and just watching 20 years of this, the organization that goes into to producing and presenting the Mitsubishi Electric Championship in Hualalai has been really wonderful to be a part of and I want to talk with Kelly about that today when I drove up today and the trailers were parked here and and the trucks were unloading stuff that they need for the tournament and I talked with Pete Rolfing yesterday or in touch with him and Pete is taking down things over at the Tournament of Champions in Maui all the roping and everything we'll talk with Kelly about that but Kelly that's where I want to go with the show today so let's just give a little um, overview of what's going on right now and Pete says he arrives this afternoon because he's taking down the Tournament of Champion logistics all the equipment and bringing it over here. Aloha, Emily. Thank you for having uh, having me on your show. I really appreciate everything you do uh, to help us get ready for the tournament. Uh, we're excited. It's uh, it's advanced week, the week prior to the actual tournament. So it's actually the busier week for us. It's where we we are preparing for 40, 48, 49 great uh, Hall of Fame, many Hall of Fame golfers coming over here. Our field is 49 players. We have a $1.8 million purse. We have nine hours of live television with a repeat coverage every single day and one additional repeat on Sunday. So let's see, that's three, six, nine, 18, 21 hours of uh, Golf Channel worldwide television coverage. And that's just a uh, a real ace in the deck of cards for the Hawaii Tourism Authority and for Hualalai Resort, um, for people on the mainland to be watching our beautiful, colorful tournament on the Golf Channel, and they're in 40 below, zero, 40 below zero weather and blizzards on the mainland right now. It makes quite a statement, and I'm sure the room reservation Phones are ringing all over Maui this week, last week and the Big Island this week upcoming. So the Tournament of Champions over in Maui, the part of the Aloha Swing, the Sony Open going on this week, and then move over here with the PGA uh, Tour Champions for the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai. And when you say, you know, there's millions of viewers all over the world, that's why it has to go, it has to move without a hitch. And that's what you've been part of for 20 years. Going, this is the 21st year. And you're, you know, like Cheryl Lopes. Cheryl's been with you a long time. Your wife, JJ. I, I've got some names here. Pete Rolfing, for instance. What, what Pete does. Yeah, Pete handles a lot of our on-course setup and breakdown. And he'll come over and stake and rope the golf course. And uh, he, he takes care of a lot of the uh, um, directional signage for our spectators. Uh, and the, the resort also pitches in and decorates all that signage beautifully with, uh, you know, native plants and flowers, and it really looks nice. It's much different than your standard um, event that you see from the mainland. So we're real proud of, of how our course looks. We're very unique. We really don't have a lot of infrastructure out there other than camera towers. And uh, as far as skyboxes and things in it, it's a little bit different over here because of the uh, the homeowners. Uh, they have beautiful homes lining the fairways, and so uh, we we believe we have a very very uh, boutique, unique, and very personable event where you the spectators can get up close and personal to the players. There's no question, Four Seasons Resort Hualalai, what great hosts they are to people from Mitsubishi from all over the world and spectators that come and of course the homeowners, uh, you know, Tom Watson has a home here, a lot of people that are homeowners here that their families come for the tournament. And I was thinking last week the Waimea Ocean Film Festival was taking place out here at Four Seasons Resort Hualalai and each evening when I would come and there'd be a full house and I think what a great community place Four Seasons Resort Hualalai is been they not just in in the way that we all can enjoy so many things out here but they have helped raise a lot of money for our big island community by hosting events and this is just one of them and the mitsubishi electric championship at hualalai the rotary club of kona organizing the volunteers and in turn you and everybody with the pga tour 
and the, from the Pro-Am and all kinds of ways. This year alone, you donated, what, $59,500, but it's gotten to over a million dollars over the years. Yeah, 59500 just to the Rotary Club of Kona. We also make $5,000 um, charitable contributions to Big Island Junior Golf and also the Daniel R. Sayer Foundation. So, you know, we're, we're the great thing about a golf, the, the great thing about the sport of televised and PGA Tour golf is it really has uh, benefits besides just the golf and entertainment part. It's got television benefits. It's got charitable benefits. It's got uh, it, it's a great morale builder for the employees here at Hualalai Resort. They really get fired up when we come into town, and uh, they really roll the red carpet out. And I think it's a great team building exercise for those employees um, to be able to really shine their shoes and and really you know tighten up and really give their best efforts, and they do a great job. And what's pretty, I think, a testimonial to Four Seasons Resort Hualalai here, the home of the Mitsubishi Electric Championship, Tuesday, January 17th to the 21st, is that so many of those people have been here for 20 years, you know. Uh, John Freitas uh, was here for so many years. Of course, this is his first year. He's not here. He's moved to the to the mainland. His boys are there and with his wife, Catherine. But Brendan Moynihan's been here a long time. Earl Saunders was the, the superintendent for so many years, and now he's turned that over to Dan. So let's talk a little bit about the way they get this course in shape for the, the, the players. And also, like you say, the guest attendants, Matt and Brown Bear. And all, over the years, all the people who work at the at the Four Seasons Resort, who all lie in been such a big part of the tournament well i just spoke to um harry schumann who's our pga tour agronomist and he arrived yesterday and i just spoke to him prior to you coming in this morning and i asked him how the golf course was and he said he just shook his head and said it's outstanding he said he's really happy and he's only been here for probably Mm -hmm. six hours out on that golf course so that's really a, a testament to Dan Husick and his staff. Uh, Dan's, uh, as you know, was Earl Sanders' right-hand man for many years, and he's now received a great opportunity to take over in Earl's footsteps. And, you know, that's those are big shoes, but I know Dan's going to do a great job with that. Yeah, as far as uh, Brendan Moynihan and the golf staff, unbelievable. And the great thing is Brendan's got... You know, his his assistant pros, you know, we've got uh, Jake and Matt and and uh, a newly a new addition to Scott Bridges up up at the Kyoto uh, uh, course. So he's got he's assembled his team and he's real happy. Uh, Dakota is one of the assistant okay. pros as well. So I think and, and the and the card attendance, which Brown bears the senior has seniority there. And uh, he, he handles everything on the driving range with the players. So when they come every year, they see that same familiar smile from our very own brown bear. Same with the spectators, you know, when Absolutely. we're all out there and they're so Absolutely. good about remembering and saying hello and sharing. Uh, Kahu Billy Mitchell, Earl Regador, cultural uh, historian here at uh, Kahu Pulehu. And even, even the card attendants now, yeah. they've, they've all been through this, you know, four, five, t- ten years, you know. So they, they, know, they know what to do, and they do it well. I'm sure I'll get a text uh, soon from uh, J. Don Blake and his wife. They came with 22 family members a couple of years ago, and he's been trying to earn his way back here. These players, uh, the reason it's a small field is they have to earn their way into the tournament. It's a season opening event. It's like, uh, you know, when they win a tournament, they know they get to come to Hualawai, and they, and they all make sure they get here. So we've got a, what, a number of uh, Hall of Famers because there's some people that, you know, the, the way that it's structured, the the people that get to play in the event. So we get to see people like John Daly, the new generation, and also a Hale Irwin, who for me is one of my favorite, and Tom Watson. I mean, they've all won the event, and they are the ones that have really turned the, the senior tour into the champions tour into what it is today and the, the big dollars these guys can earn when they come off the PGA Tour. Absolutely. You know, I'm real proud to say that, that we have uh, 11 Hall of Famers this year, which is the most we've ever had. And I'd, if I may, I'd like to just read them yeah. off to you. We've got uh, Fred Couples, Ben Crenshaw, Hale Irwin, Tom Kite, Bernhard Langer, Sandy Lyle from England, his first time here, 
Colin Montgomery, Larry Nelson, Marco Mira, Vijay Singh, and of course, who could forget Tom Watson? So that's, I mean, that's a Hall of Fame field at a Hall of Fame golf course. I could tell a story about just about each one of those uh, players because as we've all had an opportunity to be out here during the years, whether you're a marshal or whatever volunteer capacity the 400 volunteers are in or we're working with the media, with Dave Senko in the media room or whatever, we get a chance to interact with the players and they really do take the time to interact with people. And certainly, you know, to, to be... to. To be named a Hall of Famer means that you've had to really, really earn that title. Just like other sports, um, uh, golf is no different. And all the other players that aren't in the Hall of Fame, that's one of their biggest goals. I think it's a bigger goal than, than money. Although money's important and that's how they make their right. living, to be inducted into the World Golf Hall of Fame is just a dream come true for these players. And we have 11 of them. Plus, we have a 12th in the Golf Channel booth with Lanny Watkins. So that's a star-studded field. And th these are the names that everybody knows. If they know anything about golf, those 11 names I just read off, everybody knows who they and are. And coming out to the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai, Tuesday through Friday, 17th through the 21st of uh, this month, January, this week. And, and uh, just $25 at the gate, $45 for the whole week. But, you know, you're talking about the Golf Channel, the star-studded, I love it. To me, they're star-studded because Mark Rothman, of course, from Hawaii, the NBC Golf Channel, Dave Marr, is what they give back to our community. We're talking about the monies that are raised, but all these guys have other ways that they they give money back to the community, like the, the fundraiser that's held up at Nainea for the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association. The Golf Channel gang gets involved, Jay Radzadovich from the Learning Center, Dave Marr, all of them, bunch, a handful of the Champions Tour players go up there and play with, with about 60 players. It's very exclusive, but it's a, it's, it earns a lot of money for the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association. So the Tuesday and the Wednesday is the Pro-Am, and it's a great day because the pros are so relaxed. They're in Hawaii. There aren't the crowds there are on other, other you know, in the mainland. And they're very, they're very casual. Yeah, well, they've been on vacation since uh, early November. So they're, you know, they've had some downtime. They enjoyed their holidays. Now they're ready to go back to work. And I, I, uh, I asked Tom Watson one, one time on the driving range, oh, I see you're out here, got to get back, got to go back to work this week. And he goes, what do you mean work? I play golf. I hit a little white ball. That's not work. So they all have great sense of humors. They're pretty, uh, they're approachable, you know, after they complete their final putt on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, they'll be sure to sign your autographs over by the scoring area. So, you know, bring your, bring your Sharpie with you. Uh, I, I wanted to mention one other thing besides the Hall of Famers, and we've got some very colorful players. And by colorful, I mean not only in some of them, the way they their attire, but just their personalities. Mm -hmm. And so that would, if you've never been out to a golf tournament, it'd be a great way for you to see uh, the personality of some of these players and how fans take to them and enjoy the, how they, how they uh, react to their shots and just their, their sense of humor out on the course. I mean, we have John Daly, like you mentioned, and you won't, you'll be able to tell when you, John Daly's walking down from what he's wearing and, He's he hits the ball a mile and it's just amazing. And we've got Miguel Angel Jimenez with his cigar and you know he he has these this certain posture out there that's very appealing to watch and very fun to watch. Past winner here. We have Esteban Toledo and Jesper Parnovic. You know we have it from Mexico and from Sweden and you know Jesper wears the bill of his cap up and he's just a colorful guy and. Esteban from a boxing background, and he loves to talk about the orphanage that he, that he supports. You bet. So, Rocco Mediate. Duffy Waldorf's yeah. a, a funny personality. And you know, Duffy Waldorf's our defending champion, and he earned that last year on the 18th green. Uh, Tom Lehman hit it. They were tied coming into 18. Tom Lehman hit it seven feet away, and Duffy hit it 30 feet away, and Duffy makes the putt. And then Tom Lehman, of course, just, you know, rimmed right by, just grazed the hole, but it didn't go down. And Duffy Waldorf became a Mitsubishi Electric Championship 
at Huwalalai champion. So his, he's the latest name on the trophy. This is year 21, so there's 20 names on that trophy, and we don't know who's going to be 21. Well, I love the Duffy Waldorf story. The day I was out here you know, early in the week, and I saw Duffy and his caddy outside the locker room, and they both were like, we're just really glad to be here. You know, <laughs> you, know you just had the sense that their thing was like, yeah, we would love to win, but who knows? But they were just so excited about being at the Four Seasons Resort Hualalai at the Mitsubishi Electric Championship. What a great winner. It was so good, fun to see his whole family here. And uh, yeah, you're right, colorful players. They're all colorful. so different in their personality personalities and it seems like every year the tournament comes down to the 18th hole it sure does and of course after we do declare a winner after a winner uh sinks that final putt we have the nani limbs hula halau that comes out on the green and it it is just a spectacle in my opinion and i don't know of any other tournaments that uh have that kind of a welcome to a new champion there's probably 30 to 40 uh uh hula dancers out there um, along with Nani and uh, Kahu Billy Mitchell and it's really a spectacle yeah I think you know you asked me a, a month or so ago if I had some pictures maybe I could send you and and I sent you uh, pictures of uh, it's very, an assortment I was looking at them the other night and kind of digging into more of them and there were things like Hale Irwin and, and his and his wife uh Sally with a couple junior golfers, Tom Watson with a whole bunch of junior golfers, people signing autographs, but really up close and personal. Yes. And I think you were surprised because that's the, the things I like to get the pictures of because to me that is what everybody ought to be really watching. Watch the golf, but watch up in the TV towers. Watch the volunteers that are working with the with the golf channel and the fun they're having, but also how hard they're working and the, the skills they're learning. And the standard berries when they're carrying the, the signs down and, they're, and the real-time scoring that's on the Mitsubishi Electric scoreboard, the same scoreboards like that are in the... Uh, the, in the Dallas Stadium. So let's talk a little bit about that. Just, you know, what you'll be doing into this next week leading to, to tournament week, what a typical day for you is like. I know they're not typical, but... Well, I know we've talked about the players and we've talked about the, the great Hualalai staff. And again, Brendan Moynihan spearheads the golf side and uh, we've become really close friends over the years. But I also would like to just to talk real quick about our title sponsor, Mitsubishi Electric. Uh, they have really taken a, taken a liking to golf. Uh, not only do they sponsor our tournament here in Hawaii, they also sponsor a champions event in Atlanta, Georgia. And so they have two now. And if you watch uh, PGA Tour champions golf on television week to week, you'll notice that they have a heavy advertising buy into golf. They, they utilize that. And one of their strategies is to uh, bring their best customers to these events, as well as their top executives. And, and the goal is to sell HVAC equipment and elevators and LED scoreboards and all of those things. And they really think that the one-on-one -on -one relationships and the excitement of playing with our players um, really leads to tightening up a great marketing team and, and customers buy more and salesmen sell, have more incentive to sell. And so it works out really well for them. And so we're, we're delighted that this is the first year of a four-year extension through 2020. Wow. And so we will, we're guaranteed our Huwalalai gem uh, for at least this year plus three more. And then we'll talk about the future. Uh, great title sponsor. We also get tremendous sport, support from the, our Hawaii Tourism Th Authority. And uh, they, they support all the golf events, as well as the other sporting events, including the University of Hawaii, including uh, the Maui Gym, Maui Cla uh, Invitational Basketball Tournament. Um, there's several, uh, uh, several sporting and sports and entertainment events that they do support, and we're really appreciative of that, Emily. 
And and back 20 years ago, the Hawaii Tourism Authority, that wasn't even around at that time, I don't think 20 years ago, but, you know, weren't as involved in golf as they realize now that golf is the reason, it is a destination for people to come to Hawaii and play golf sure. on these wonderful championship courses. I'd be remiss to not mention uh, Patrick uh, with uh, Four Seasons Resort, who all I Absolutely, Patrick, and, and uh, Robert Whitfield, Pat Fitzgerald. Pat, Pat Fitzgerald, yeah, and, and uh, who's a Whitfield. good golfer. I've played with Patrick, and he's a great golfer. And Yeah, Robert Whitfield, just uh, the the way they roll out the red carpet for the not just the guests that come through Mitsubishi and the players and their families, but for the community. We all feel very welcome. The volunteers, you know, everything, everybody that's involved in this event, you can tell feels a part of the Four Seasons Resort Hualalai. And, you know, Robert and Patrick, you know, they spearhead the Four Seasons Hotel. Robert spearheads the hotel. Patrick spearheads all the uh, common grounds and all the rest of the uh, property. And they don't get named number one resort in the world by magazines like Condé Nast and Travel and Leisure and TripAdvisor. I mean, they've got award after award after award. So I think it's only fitting that you take the best golfers in the world and you match them up with the best players in the world and you match them up with what I consider the best volunteer corps in the world. We have over 400 volunteers in there. They bring their A-game every year. And a lot of loyal spectators who get out here every year and support the tournament, buying their tickets, and bring another junior golfer that's complimentary. You know, I love to tell the story of my friend Chick Kunataki with Waiaha River Coffee. Chick's in his 80s right now, and I told him I was coming out to see you this morning. He said, get down here and pick up some coffee for everybody. So I'm going to head down and get it. But he used to fish out here where the Four Seasons Resort Hualalai was before it was built, and with his father. And with a net, you know, and then they'd go back to Hulua Loa, and he had never been out here, and I brought him out to a tournament. He'd never been to a tournament. And he just absolutely fell in love with coming out here and, and being part of walking. Every year he picks someone that he became friends with Jadon Blake and everybody. He picks somebody that he follows and Tom Watson and he have had a special in Hillary, just a, a nice acquaintance. And that's so typical of the people that have become golf fans because of this tournament. And not just golf fans of the PGA Tour and the Golf Channel, but realizing that over a billion dollars has been raised by the PGA Tour. And every time somebody sets foot out here during the tournament, it's helping raise money for our Big Island community. But I think Chick is such a good example of, I mean, I have friends that aren't golf fans that are out here all the time to watch the tournament. Or they aren't golf players. They don't play golf, but they come out to watch the tournament. Yeah, we're we're excited to have, it's the, you know, Hualalai is a very exclusive resort, but on a, on a few occasions every year, they open their doors to the general public. And this is really the big one for them so please take advantage come see the the most beautiful place resort i've ever seen uh, personally you won't be disappointed um when you do enter the resort just follow the directional signs they're easy to see they'll take you right to where you need to park your car and we have air-conditioned uh shuttle buses 25 passenger buses that loop all day long and so they will get you right down to the admission tent where you can purchase a ticket. And that's, that's how you need to get your tickets right now from here on out. Just come on the day you want to come. Um, I would suggest if you're going to come for more than one day just to buy the tournament to pass. And that comes down to $9 a day. It's 45 mm-hmm. bucks for five days. So that's a pretty good deal. If you're a golfer, come on down. So, Kelly, uh, as you move into the week, is it, is it, it's different every year. I mean, it's been 20 years, but every year it becomes more sophisticated and a little more uh, moving parts because of everything that goes on and the scope of it. But you seem to be real excited every year. You know, you've got your team that comes back. You're, you've got six or eight guys, right? Chumley That's right, and everybody yeah, and yeah, Hanson and, yeah. and your crew. A little bit about them because having people be with you for so long just makes it run so much better well you if you met my crew you'll fall in love with them they're great guys and they're funny and they they enjoy what they really enjoy coming over and doing this setting up the golf course um we've got a couple of them that are pretty funny they're they're almost like they're not only working but they're entertaining at the same time but once the cameras go on and once the lights go on for the show for the actual television broadcast, you won't see our crew because we we understand that this tournament is about the players, the sponsors, 
the spectators. It's not about it's not about an operations crew. They're important, but we know where our place is. And so I tip my cap to my crew. They do a great job, and uh, they they set the table. They set the kitchen table for for the dinner. So that's that, what we. That's do. That's a nice way of putting it. And I want to just conclude with to everybody: watch those aspects while you're out there watching the tournament. You know, t- check around at the TV towers and how things are being moved around to take people from the tee box to the. Or the green to the tea box, and and it's really well oiled because I remember the early years, <laughs> as you do too, you know, and how everybody's had to learn to be so precise about things and the fun and the challenge that people raise the bar themselves, you know, to to do better Absolutely. every year. And of course, Brian going, it's great to have Brian going back every year. The head of the PGA Tour Championship Management, I love it because we have a Detroit connection. He was the tournament director of the uh, Ford Seniors in Detroit for so many years, so we have a lot of mutual friends in the media and, and that he knows there and I love making that connection and we've had a lot of Detroit people be a part of the Mitsubishi Electric Championship so Kelly it's always a pleasure we're 21 years working together and uh, we know we've got a few more years to go right? Absolutely I love it. Yeah, okay. good. Thank thanks you. so much. Kelly oh. Fleer the tournament manager Mitsubishi Electric Championship Tuesday January 17th through uh, the 21st it ends on a Saturday so everybody can watch football on the Sunday Last thoughts? Aloha. Aloha. I'm happy to catch up with Larry Webb, who's one of the co-chairs for the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai this week. And he and his co-coordinator, Chris Hazard, I can't believe they're into their what, Larry? What year is this for you? Actually, for me, it's only my ninth year. Chris, it'll be 15. But, of course, the tournament has been here for 21 years now. This will be the 21st year. year. So Kelly Flair, our PGA representative and our tournament director this will be his 21st year me too we wow. got our 20-year pins last year and chuck <laughs> kelly said there aren't too many of us emily <laughs> no pretty exciting and and it's it's been a good run i think we're all thrilled that uh, the tournament's been able to stay here because it does so much for the community and uh, we're just glad to be a part of it. Well, let's go back to the beginning. Back in uh, 21 years ago, it was called the Senior Tour. And, of course, the Senior Tour at that time was kind of a just a way to showcase the players that have been on the PGA uh, Tour. But they were so good. But we were also lucky because in those days, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nicklaus, Gary Player. I mean, everybody we all kind of grew up watching uh, were part of the tournament. They also played in the Senior Skins and and the uh, volunteer base. I was real involved getting the volunteers in the early years and, and pulling it all together. And I always love to see that there's so many volunteers that I recruited those first early years that are still involved, which is the key to this tournament. You and the Rotary Club of Kona that are the umbrella organization that organize the volunteers. Every year, the PGA Tour, Brian Goyne, who's the tournament chairman of all the championship events in the PGA Tour, has such accolades about the, the volunteer how base and just how much better you get every year. Well, we work really hard at it, and of course, uh, it's, it is not easy being on such a small island here, but it's a great opportunity for us, and uh, particularly for the Rotary Club of Kona, and, uh, and it's just a great fun thing for all of us to do and so we really enjoy it and we work hard to do the best job we can. So the Rotary Club of Kona is the umbrella organization that organizes all the volunteers that are both Rotary Club members and, and visitors and snowbirds and everybody but you, you're up to about 400 volunteers you can fill that in but what's nice about it is all those efforts in return the PGA Tour over the 20 years has donated a lot of money back into our community that is distributed through the Rotary Club of Kona Community Foundation all also, some funds go to the Big Island Junior Golf and to the Daniel Sare Foundation, one that's very dear to my heart. But let's talk about those 400 volunteers, uh, where, where they come from, some of their duties. I've got in my hands right here the I, I printed out. I always do every year because people don't realize just how much there is to do, like very specific instructions for scores and standard bearers. So let's talk about those those two categories. Okay. Well, there's a lot of things to do with all these guys. And, of course, things in technology is changing things for us, too. The, probably the biggest thing now for walking scores, those are the groups, the individuals that walk with the groups of the pros and actually allow real-time scoring to take place and to be on the Internet and on the cloud and for the TV crews as the players actually hit shots. Uh, This year we've got brand-new Samsung tablets that all the guys have to get trained on, and they have brand-new software and all those sort of things. So, you, I mean, every couple of years you go through these iterations of new training and new rules that get placed on them as things go. 
Uh, the standard bearers, they haven't changed too much. Those are the guys that carry the big placards that say, you know, Freddie Couples three under or something like that, or Hale under, Irwin you know, five under. But um, that hasn't changed too much. But all the different groups, I, I have 16 different managers that report to me. Uh, I have drivers that just spend time driving off the course that pick up the caddies every morning and pick up player that are off or family members that are off course. I have drivers that work just the course that drive my volunteers to their destinations and where they go. Um, we've got the biggest group by far is our marshals. Probably two-thirds of all volunteers are marshals, and those are actually on the course. Um, we Basically, anything the PGA asks us to do, we'll put together a group and get it done. We even have staffing a retail store for them that the pro-am people get to use and so we actually the volunteers even staff that as salespeople for them. Uh, even the ecology department which is uh, picking up the garbage uh the, or the the trash and the recyclables and everything else throughout the course and and uh i remember our, the first person we kind of put with that was a guy named bob weiss who, who owned kailua kona chevron at yes. the time and yes. so i said bob will do it and he did such a great job but preston crawl does a great job you've got some regular rotarians that are you know key members of your your Preston's head of my uh, logistics group. Logistics is a group that's in charge of making sure that all my volunteers are hydrated, that they have food, they have snacks. Um, When you've got 400 people out on the course, you've got to have a group that just takes care of them because it's hot, it's sunny, it can be windy, it can be dry. We've got to make sure that uh, we have coolers all placed all throughout the course both for the players and for our own volunteers. And Preston's in charge of that group, very important group. And I think it should be really emphasized, uh, Larry Webb, co-chair with Chris Hazard, that you are all volunteers. You're, you know, you're working this, figuring this out. You've done such a wonderful job keeping the, the uh, Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai volunteer page online so that you can put the the matrix together of who gets out there at what time of day and who's going to work what round it's it's quite intricate and i remember in the early days when it was all done by hand both the scoring and when the the real-time scoring came in and fig newtons who's with the pga tour he was so nervous that first year and yet at the same time confident that everybody would pick it up and every year you just keep getting better and better at it i've been very fortunate uh i came in with a background in computer science and database design uh, um, I actually, the group that ran the tournament, Doug, Fearing, and his wife, uh, they actually were the first ones that went from the yellow legal pads right. and took us to the computer age. And the database that they designed was so good uh, that I basically only took it and just had to make a few changes to it. There was a few pieces of data they weren't keeping. But now you're right, everything with the cloud, mass email, uh, being able to use a website for posting of all of our information for everybody, uh, it's much easier now. I tell you the truth, I don't see how they did it before. Way and, too much work. And how nice <laughs> of you to remember the, your predecessors because there's always people that were involved. And you should have seen it the first couple of years when we were trying to get volunteers in place and understanding that when they make a commitment for a couple of days, they really need to keep that commitment because it's so important that everybody's at their stations. Yeah, very, very important. And it's amazing that, uh, I mean, one of the things I staff all of these about 450 people. And one of the most amazing things is that everybody shows up. Uh, You know, you plan actually for maybe 5% or something like that of people not to show. And I have people assigned to just be there in case things, you know, don't happen. But, uh, but it is amazing to me. I'm always just so impressed with the joy that people get from uh, volunteering. And you mentioned a a little bit, I think it's kind of interesting about the people that volunteer. I have to give a shout out to our Canadian snowbirds because I would say probably 30% of my volunteers are Canadians that come here, they're on the island, and they just want something to do. And they love to play golf and they love to see golf. And uh, we definitely couldn't do the tournament without them. It's very interesting. All these phone numbers I get and I think, oh my gosh, Alberta, Canada again or something like that's that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love hearing that. And then, of course, some of the kids that young, like um, 
uh, Matthew Rosado, you know, he was one of the youngest volunteers at eight years old, and he and his, his mom and dad, Michael and, and Amy, they're still volunteering. You know, some of these people, kids have grown up being volunteers. Yep, and Michael, I think, is going to be going to, not Mike, uh, Matthew, the Matthew, son. Matthew, the son, He's yeah. going to be going, I, know, I think he's graduated high school now. He'll actually be going to college, which is amazing, because you're right, we've got pictures of him with Tom Watson when he was eight years old. Yeah, so, me too. I, I uh, Kelly asked me for some pictures recently, and I sent him some old pictures, because I always took a lot of pictures and he was like wow those are great <laughs> and uh it's because you get to watch people as they change and as the players change as i say in those early years it was gary player and and graham marsh and hugh um can't remember Hugh's last name but just uh, you know lee trevino and as it's changed going over the years this year it's going to be uh john daly is it will be here this year uh david toms but we also have a lot of the people that i just love seeing over and over again hale irwin tom watson olin yeah. brown uh, uh, who else? Uh, Tom Kite, you know, some that have, yeah, have Tom been Lehman. winners. Tom Lehman, absolutely. Davis uh, Love the third R- will be back VDA, again this Davis year. Love the, Davis Love, I think, has had to drop out just recently. Oh, okay. But uh, Colin Montgomery, I mean, they're all fun to watch, it, and it's so competitive these days. It's a 54-hole tournament. The Pro-Am being on Tuesday and Wednesday is a great day to come out with your your Sharpies and whatever pictures you want autographed. Uh, the tickets are just $25 at the gate, $45 for the week. Juniors are complimentary. And uh, that, you know, it goes Tuesday through Saturday. It, it, the final round is on Saturday, so everybody can watch football on Sunday. And uh, talk a little bit about the the where you all headquarter for the volunteers in the morning. I mean, you have such a spirit spirit out there when well, everybody gathers in the morning and gathers again in the evening. Uh, obviously, we have to have a main place that we all meet. It's a call. We call it Volunteer Center, where we have a large tent structure uh, where everybody checks in. And then I have van drivers that drive everyone to their assigned positions out throughout the course, um, throughout the day, uh, whether they're marshals or whatever their different jobs are uh, around the course. So that's pretty good. You did bring up one thing I, I, I hit on. Uh, you mentioned the tickets and things like that. I did hear that KTA now has, uh, you bring three pieces of food items in, and they'll give you a free day pass. All right, and, great. And the other I thing with, the, with the Pro-Am, if you want that kind of level of interaction, the Tuesday, Wednesday days are just wonderful because there are very, not many spectators there. The pros are way happy to talk to people and meet people and sign people's hats and, and programs, and it's just a wonderful day to come out. It, it really is. And then, yeah. of course, any of the tournament days, you know, the design, the, the Jack Nicholas Hualalai uh, golf course is at the Four Seasons Resort, uh, Kaupule Lehu is, uh, of course, the headquarters of the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai. But that 18th hole was actually designed as a spectator hole. It's just a wonderful place to watch it. There's lots of holes out on the course. You can go park yourself, take a chair, a blanket. There's the spectator village where people can be under a nice big tent watching TV and sipping a cold one or getting something to eat. And, yep, we have uh, food available and, and drinks for everybody while they're out there. Uh, but, of course, you can bring your own backpack with things and stuff and, and, a, and a chair, probably the best way to see it. Um, and a lot of the courses very easy to walk. Obviously, holes 15 through 18 is a very little easy walk and takes you along the water. And we should have whales. I actually was on a whale watching cruise uh, earlier last week and there's whales already here so it's a great time to come well and that's see why the 17th and 18th hole the tee box and the 17th green is such a great place to watch because you, you're right out there close to the whale watching yeah, but it's uh larry webb we're talking with a volunteer co-chair with chris hazard and larry you know during the week and a lot of the time he's working at his job with uh, pa harris is it with yes. solar i work solar i'm a sales uh, solar sales consultant with pa harris electric and we'd love to talk to anybody about solar anytime. Yeah, well, I'll <laughs> tell you what, a way of giving back for all the, the nine years that he spent uh, putting in an inordinate amount of time, he and Chris Hazard and all the volunteers that take the, the chairmanships and the different directors you have, it's it's really nice to see you. And you have a wonderful volunteer after party afterwards, after the event. The Saturday after is our Mahalo party. Um, typically, we have music, food. Uh, speakers and we have lots of we're very fortunate the community really participates and so we have lots of of uh, presence and things like that you know such as you know uh, the different restaurants in town give us you know $25 off coupons and things like that I think last year we had almost 
240 different items that we gave out uh, to people that were at our Mahalo party. Isn't so, that just great? Wonderful. Well, yeah. of course, Kelly Fleer, uh, the tournament manager. Uh, Kelly's from Maui, but he's you know a big islander as well. All the time he spends over here, and Pete Rolfing does the logistics, the ropes, and everything with the tournament. Mark Rolfing's brother, and of course, Mark will be here with NBC Golf Channel and David Meyer the Third and Jay Radzadovitz from the Learning Channel. They all give the Big Island lots of lots of great exposure. Some of the champions uh, tour players go up to Nainea and play a, a fundraiser for the Hawaii State Junior Golf Association. Really generous with their time and realize how important it is that they leave money in the community. Last year, uh, Kelly was able to present a check, I think, for, what, $59,500 to the Rotary Club Community Foundation. And that's aside from what went into the Big Island Junior Golf and the Daniel Sayre Foundation. Yes, and that's a separate amount. And I think, actually, that took us, uh, the Rotary Club of Kona, over a million dollars over the last 21 years. Just some of the projects. That they donated to us. Yeah, you go by the old old airport park, uh, Makaeo Community Park, and the soccer fields been refurbished, kidney machine up at the hospital, scholarships, just so many projects that have been able to be executed by the Rotary Club of Kona. Service without self, the model of Rotarians. Uh, above self. Above self. I mean, above self. Close Excuse enough. me. Grew up, my father was a Rotarian. And uh, so I've watched it in this community and as I have everywhere, Rotarians just do so many great things. And of course, you partner nicely with the uh, Sunrise Rotary Club and the Mauka, right? Getting yeah, those volunteers. are the three clubs in Kona, in uh-huh. Kailua, Kona. And there's and we actually even have volunteers as well from the Waimea Club, which is called the North Hawaii uh, Rotary Club. Of, so, of Hawaii, so it's the Emily T. Gale Show, ESPNHawaii.com. You can also get the podcast, uh, free podcast on iTunes and also on Facebook. Talking with Larry Webb, the volunteer co-chair, along with Chris Hazard, who is a real estate uh, broker, has her company, and they take a lot of time out of their their work days to pull this together in a way that really makes the Big Island of Hawaii look good during the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualai. I always love those finishing ceremonies with everybody out on the, the tee and Billy uh, Mitchell, Kahu Billy Mitchell and the Nani Lim uh, hula dancers and just a, such a, a, a great testimonial event. about the, the wonderful week that you've had such a big part in putting together. So it's this week, Tuesday through uh, Saturday is the final round of the 54-hole stroke play event. It'll be broadcast on uh, the Golf Channel, NBC, the Golf Channel. And uh, what else do we want to have? As Larry said, Tuesday and Wednesday, the Pro-Am's a great time to come out with your cameras and your Sharpies and get to know some of these players because we've got spanning several generations from the, the John Daly generation and then up there, the Hale Irwin and and his That's, that's his a good group. 20 years almost. Yeah, so, no, <laughs> so both with some interesting history. So last thoughts that maybe I haven't mentioned, Larry? Uh, no, we're just thrilled to see people. We want we want as many spectators as possible. Um, it's always a great thing because uh, obviously these guys know how important it is to our communities, and so they love seeing people come out and support them as well. And so you know, remember KTA three food items get a free ticket too. So they, you can't beat that. Yeah, and again, some of the players, as we mentioned, you know, Fred Couples and Tom Lehman, Jeff Maggard, Colin Montgomery, Jasper Parnovic, Kenny Perry. Wow, it's a great great lineup, but I think it's, what, 51 players, I think, have have qualified for this year. It's Uh, the season-opening event. Yeah, season-opening event. They actually originally had it for 50, and we've lost one, so I think we're down to 49 49. Okay, all right. So that's where we stand in terms of players, which is a bigger field than we've had in several years. I think before, the biggest field I can remember was 44. And that's based so, on uh, they, they've won an event this past year or they've won a major over the last uh, few years. years. They get to come for five years like Olin Brown is on his last year I think of his five-year exemption. So uh, I stay in touch with J. Don Blake who came a few years ago with 22 family members, you know, <laughs> was hoping he'd win again sometime and be able to get back here with all his family members. But they all love to, to win a tournament and know that they're coming to the Big Island of Hawaii for the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at, at Hualalai at the Four Seasons Resort at, uh, at Hualalai Kaupulehu. And of course, it follows on the heels of the, the Sony Open. And it, a couple of weeks ago, the um, the Tournament of Champions over in Maui. So it's the Aloha Swing. It's a great time. There's millions of viewers get to take a look at Hawaii and see how blessed we are that we live Hawaii, huh? Particularly right now with all the storms, both on the west and the east coast. I, I'm sure it'll do well with the 
TV ratings as a result. So take a junior golfer out to the Mitsubishi Electric Championship of Walleye. They're complimentary, and I believe military with ID is, is a special yes. rate or complimentary as no, well. No, it's complimentary. complimentary. Military is uh, complimentary as well. Okay, so we'll see everybody out there. It's, um, you know, it's not just a, it's a, a great day to watch a great golf, but it's a great day to get your walk in and get some recreation and be outdoors and near the ocean. Just a, a, a wonderful week for all of us. Thanks, Thank you Larry. very much, Emily. Appreciate you making the time. Thank you. Okay, we both say aloha. aloha. Frank and Laura, thanks for joining me this morning. I wanted to get some comments from you in, in regards to your relationship with the Mitsubishi Electric Championship. Well, it's great to talk to you, Emily. Yes, it is. Um, we're very fortunate to be the recipients of the uh, support from the Mitsubishi Electric PGA Tournament, and, and particularly Kelly. Clear, who has just been, you know, an angel in, in our lives for our foundation. Um, we started our partnership with them uh, several years back, and um, we, uh, as you know, with the Fair Foundation, support the Hawaii County Fire Department in their purchase of needed rescue uh, and emergency equipment and training um, that will not be funded by the Hawaii County budget. And you know, every year the, the wish list is bigger than the budget for the county. So we um, we try to do fundraising for um, for their needs. And um, uh, the Mitsubishi Electric has been just absolutely amazing in donating $5,000 a year. And this, we're over $25,000 from them now. And uh, we're it's a wonderful partnership. The first responders help with the um, um, with the event. Um, out at the uh, uh, Four Seasons, and um, and Frank and I obviously volunteer as well. Uh, but to have this kind of partnership with the PGA is truly amazing because we can count on this large amount of sums each year to buy the larger pieces of equipment. And this year, um, we utilized those funds with Kelly's blessing to help refurbish the Radon rescue boat for Rescue 7 down in Kailua Station. It's their main rescue boat that goes out in high seas and, and tries to um, <clears throat> utilize uh, their equipment for saving fishermen and boaters that are in distress or divers that are in distress. And their, um, their this particular boat does not have a cabin. It has a shelter, but not a cabin. So in high seas, which is generally when they're out, the waves were coming in and splashing on the electronic equipment and actually putting them in harm's way of not being able to get back in. And um, they also did not have a platform um, to get in and out of the boat. Um, so this is going to help with, with that, and they're upgrading all of the equipment on that particular boat. So um, the monies that we uh, obtained from the Mitsubishi Electric PGA uh, were, are being used to help with that refurbishment along with uh, donations from uh, Cal and Stacey Dorn with uh, Paradise Helicopters and also with monies that we uh, gained from contingency funds from the Hawaii County Council. So we're, we're really excited. It was a 30, over $38,000 in refurbishing that needed to be done. And that is just one of the many things you've done in order to provide better equipment for our Hawaii County Fire Department. Let's go back, what, 20 years? You know, the Daniel Sarah, uh, Robert Sarah Foundation was founded, a tragedy in your life, and you, you've turned it into something that has been so helpful to our entire community for so many years. Give a little background, if you would. I talk about it a lot, but it's nothing like hearing it from, from you, uh, Frank, Sarah, okay. and Laura. Yeah. Um, uh, in, in 1997, uh, 20 years ago in August, um, our 25-year-old son was killed in a fall back in the back of Pololu Valley. And the Hawaii County Fire Department um, came to, uh, first we thought rescue, and then it became recover him. And they were unable to do so because of the equipment that they didn't have. Uh, they didn't have ropes long enough to repel them into the bottom of the valley, and they were going to have to fly to Honolulu and get them. Uh, so Laura and I then became uh, interested in, in what their needs were, and they were really, really many. Uh, they they uh, have 93% um, of their 
budget goes to payroll, so very little money is left over for the purchase and maintenance of equipment and uh, for training. And so we founded, uh, uh, we set up a foundation to help raise money uh, to um, to help them get the things that they need to keep us safe and keep themselves safe. And we also uh, have an awards program for those who uh, kind of go beyond above and beyond the call of duty and ex- exhibit you know bravery and courage and what it is that they do well you raise so much money at your annual dinner which is what over uh, labor day weekend so this year it would be september 2nd this year um we um what we're, we're hoping to do you know is to continue this support from the community because it's not just Frank and I that do this. We have an amazing committee of which you are one um, that help us um, put on this event every year, help us with the public relations, help us with the setup, with the breakdown, with the acquisition of silent auction items, um, and just help put the event on. And we uh, um, we also partner with the Fairmont um, Orchid uh, each year to put this event on. They are just absolutely amazing um, with their um, their generosity in their partnership in helping us run this event. And amazing people out there. They're really community oriented, and without their help, this would not not take place. And what we're very excited about, of course, is this is our 20th year. And Frank, do you want to talk a little bit about you know some of the equipment that we have purchased in the past? Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's so many things. Well, obviously, it's it's not you know we in the sense Laura and I. It's it's we in in the sense of the entire Big Island community and some from beyond the Big Island as well. But um, uh, through the help of uh, a family in California, we were able to purchase a new uh, Toyota rescue pickup truck. Um, uh, that's on in the Waikia station on the other side of the island. Um, we, for the beach lifeguards, have been able to purchase um, long-range communication systems for both Hapuna Beach and Kahalu Beach. Uh, and we have another one coming up for Magic Sands uh, through the help of uh, Janet and Grant Miller at um, BikeWorks Hawaii. Iron Man uh, Foundation has purchased... Uh, over $50,000 brush fire uh, truck for the 7 Bravo volunteer station down at the bottom of uh, Palisades. And they've also purchased um, some ATVs uh, for fighting brush fires. Also, uh, the Bank of Hawaii Foundation has purchased uh, ATVs for the beach lifeguards, one at Hapuna and one at Punalu. Um, so it, it goes on and on, and it's just amazing how the community, uh, the Big Island community, has um, seen this as, as something that's uh, important and embraced it and supported it. It's, I think, what over a million. What? We're 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 very close to a million and a half right now. And what? Yeah, over 20 years. Yeah. So and what, what I think is really uh, interesting, you said a family from California, is that their visitors are there, but for the grace of God go every one of us, visitor or local, who have had to avail themselves of what the fire department is able, and rescue has been able to do. What I like to mention about the Mitsubishi, why it's so important, I think, is that while the, the dinner used to be the benchmark and it's such a foundation for gathering that community that you have, you know, you rallied everybody for 20 years, and it's been fantastic. Is that year round, everybody? There's so much going on that that creates the sound system that Jant and Granite from Dykers were able to get through the, their Cinco de Mayo swim, and people putting on events. Mitsubishi designating that you're a charity and a recipient, just to put it out there to other organizations that you know, anytime they want to become part of the Daniel Sayre Foundation and have a fundraiser. That uh, that's that's what's been amazing over the 20 years is how many organizations and individuals are are all year round participating. Yeah, it's 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 a community wide and year long um, ongoing process. Yeah, and we're beginning to work with the Rotary Clubs here too. We have received uh, several grants from the North Hawaii uh, Rotary Club, and this year we're receiving a grant from Kona Malka Rotary Club for another. Uh, PA system down at Kahoo. They have, we were able to put in one at the North Tower through uh, a, 
through support from Janet and Grant with HP Bike Works and the events that they put on, but we also need another one down at um, at the South End, and um, and the Rotary Club is helping us with that project. So we're so grateful to them. And uh, you know, it's just I think one of the nice things about this, particularly because the P the Mitsubishi Electric PGA is is a huge part of our community at this stage, and um, it brings these wonderful golfers in um, and presents a, a great public relations event for our island shows how wonderful our island is. It gives people from all over the, the world the opportunity to come here and to see this tournament go on. And in turn, they turn around and they help those of us in the community. They give a large amount of money to the Rotary Clubs and, and to us each year. So it's just, it's the best. The Rotary Club and, of course, our foundation help them. And they turn around and they help us. And it's the community helping the community. And we can't begin to thank Kelly enough for selecting our our event, our foundation for um, for this kind of support. We, you know, we're we're extremely grateful. And he, bless his heart, he comes over from Maui every year to attend our event and to help do this presentation for the Mitsubishi Electric. And to see that kind of community support coming from the Mitsubishi Electric PGA tournament director, um, I think just means a lot. Uh, it means a lot to our community. And so we're we're very grateful to him, and, and he's become a wonderful friend and truly a partner with our foundation. And we're, you know, everybody is making a big difference here. And as I said before, you know, if it wasn't for the community, we would not be having the successes that we're having with the purchase of equipment and the purchase of training opportunities for the fire department because it's taken our entire community to make this happen. We have silent auction donors that donate every single year to this foundation and you know they're they're the heart and soul of of what we're accomplishing here. It's the generosity of this community that makes this happen. And of course people who make donations like Janet and Grant and Cal and Stacy Dorn with Paradise Helicopters and the Mitsubishi Electric who and the Fairmont Orchid and the Ironman Foundation who who donate each and every year. And one of the really nice things that just happened is the Karakin Foundation just donated twenty five thousand dollars to uh, buy new rescue equipment uh, for the fire department this year. And they're having to replace equipment that we've already purchased for them because it's old and it's worn out and deteriorating. I mean, it's not just about purchasing new equipment that they need. It's about replacing equipment that has had wear and tear because they've been using it. So um, it's going to be an ongoing project for us to keep our our men safe and our women safe in the fire department and help them to have successful rescues instead of recoveries. Well, and as I say, you know, every single day, any of us, whatever we're out there doing in recreation or, or whatever out there every, all day long, there's rescues going on. And mm -hmm. at any time it could be any one of us. And it's surprising how many visitors have, have been recipients of, uh, you know, not only the, the fire department, the county fire department, but just the, the emotional support that you're also able to give to uh, all the people in the community. Well, it's uh, it's an amazing group, and uh, the, the beach lifeguards are also part of the fire department, and also oftentimes uh, they're sort of like the initial and the, the main connection between visitors in the island, and to have them be... Uh, uh, availed of the equipment that they need and the training that they need, uh, it, it really it, it makes it um, a lot safer. Well, not just for the people who live here and come here, but for the the people who are doing the the rescues and and uh, the searches and recoveries and that sort of thing as well. We've had a lot of support from the county as well, from our mayor and um, from our county council and. Um, you know, that kind of collaboration in getting the equipment into the hands of the Hawaii County Fire Department has been truly um, a partnership with them as well. So we uh, we feel very blessed um, to live in this community that is so generous and to have everybody be focused 
on making a difference. And um, you know, it's a, it's it's been very um, heartwarming for Frank and I. Well, I feel blessed as a community member to know that should anything happen, that I know that the Hawaii County Rescue and Fire Department is better equipped than they would have ever dreamed of being. And I've talked to firemen, and all you have to do is talk to the gentleman. He even mentioned the beach. How much more equipment there is, not just with the sound system, but the jet skis and everything in terms of rescue. So we're all better off for it. And it's just been a blessing to watch. You know, the dinner is so important, not just as a fundraiser, but for me, it's, it's educational. Mm-hmm. When you when you honor the firemen and when you show the videos in the fire department, beautiful presentation, but it lets us see what they have to do when they're doing a rescue and having to go into caves underwater or going up on top of Mauna Kea and, you know, in that in the cold. I mean, we things that we don't even think about, just like with Daniel, not having ropes long enough to repel down to, to recover his body. Who would ever think that? But mm-hmm. we, we all know that there, that's been minimized. But there's, there's no stopping how much more could be done. Well, we agree. <laughs> you know, it's we're just true. You know, yeah, it is all true. And so we got involved here, or, or became uh, involved. You know, we just, you know, like most people, we were uh, happy to know that they were there. And you drive by the fire station, and you know, you see the guys out. You know, playing volleyball. Well, I always thought that was kind of a cake job. You go to work for 24 hours and <laughs> play a little volleyball, and you know, chances are the thing won't ring, and uh, nobody's house is burning, and then you go home. But then you get involved in it a little bit, and you find out well, the volleyball is part of the physical training that they that they're required to do, and they not only go out for fires, but you know, they they're in charge of the ambulances and the uh, emergency um, medical response and you know they're in charge of the hazmat when something gets you know spilled or dropped on the highway uh, they're the ones that have to go out and deal with it they're the beach lifeguards they uh, they're everywhere doing everything well speaking of how, how close any one of us are to having a, an accident you know the, uh, you honored one of the firemen last year and I, I met his brother the other day, and I, I just drew a blank on his name, who had the uh, the the ocean accident. Uh, you're at Griffnathnikov. So he mm-hmm. was yeah. honored for his a rescue that he made, and then within a year, he was in need of of rescue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, body surfing over on Oahu, Sandy Beach, and uh, he... Uh, Unfortunately, had a severe neck injury, and uh, so he needed them to to come for him too. So it just goes to show. Well, Frank and Laura, I'm so glad I caught you this morning. I wanted you to be part of this week's show, and I'm always talking about it. But there's nothing like having you and share your thoughts and and uh, what the the last 20 years has meant to this community and to you. So. Um, all the best. I sure miss having you as my dentist and hygienist. <laughs> <laughs> well, Emily, we miss you too. And I just want to thank you for all that you do for the community. I mean, you put yourself out there, heart and soul, and and you know you're involved in in media uh, 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 events. And you know, just I, I want you to know that we're very grateful for all that you do and taking care of us too. I totally agree. And fellow trigger. I mean, you know, we're, it's uh, it's from the moment we we met, we've all been close to the person with Daniel, and you know, I was always glad when the Daniel Scare Foundation became a recipient of Mr. Busey because I've been looking with with the tournament for 21 years, and would always give suggestions of when they had enough money, you know, to start expanding who the recipients would be. So I was always putting in the Daniel Sayre Foundation. So well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know, and Kelly, of course, Kelly picked, picked up on it. I don't think he remembers that. But at the same time, those firemen have been there every year and, and been at the property. And it just makes sense that that thread, thread runs through everything we all do in the community. It does. And, yeah. And so that it's the 
the uh, I love that part of it. And uh, Kelly has been wonderful to work with, and he's really proud to be part of the Daniel Sayre Foundation, you know, effort. So it's pretty pretty nice. I think my only last comment would be uh, again to thank you and to thank the community from all all their support and to invite everybody out to the Fairmont um, the September 2nd uh, of this year, of the Saturday of Liberty weekend, and uh, honor the people that uh, have gone above and beyond and helped support the Hawaii County Fire Department. So it's going to be our 20th year, as you mentioned, and it's yep. going to be a huge gala event. Well, it is every year, so I'm sure you're going to raise the bar as you do every year. So much. I mean, well, good at better, that. There's not a better silent auction anywhere. <laughs> well, just a quick thing on that, too. We get some amazing golf donations, too. Um, the uh, folks out at Nanea always offer uh, a round for four. Um, uh, uh, Jim, yeah, out there, yeah. Yeah, so, hey, you said uh, people will be able to buy trips to the uh, the open over in in, in uh, England and every up uh, That's right, St Andrews. Yeah, yeah, yeah we have a St Andrews package, and yeah, it's we have some amazing. We've had, uh, we've had some packages that involve the Ryder Cup in the past. Yeah. So, and anybody going out to the tournament this week, Tuesday the seventh, January seventeenth through the twenty-first, if you're out there, you know, say thank you to those. Uh, uh, volunteers organized by the Rotary Club of Kona because they all it all helps bring uh, monies into the Big Island community. And yeah, we'll, and we'll have uh, some first responders out there, uh, a couple of EMS guys riding around in a golf cart in case anybody yep. gets injured or gets sick. They'll they'll be there too. Well, great to talk with the two of you, and I uh, hope to see you soon. Okay. Thank you, Emily. Bye. Bye. Well, wrap it up by saying thanks to some of my supporters, uh, the Mitsubishi Electric Championship at Hualalai. I've certainly enjoyed working with the team there, Kelly Fleer, Brian Goyne, everybody, for the last 20, 21 years. And uh, Waikoloa Beach Resort, well, a reminder that the Amarari, which Division One Intercollegiate Invitational Golf Tournament, will be February 1st through the 4th. Spectators are welcome. It's complimentary. Top college players. This is one of the most popular collegiate events, and a lot of, a lot of current PGA players or people that have been on PGA Tour have played in this tournament. Uh, Jordan Spieth, we took over the, the the title a few years ago. Uh, Matt Kuchar, Tiger Woods, Nota Begay. There's a whole string of players that have have played in this event that comes every year to to Waikoloa Beach Resort. And again, that's February 1st through the 4th. So I appreciate their longtime support. Bikeworks Beach and Sport, Janet and Grant Higamiller, longtime friends, longtime supporters of the Emily T. Gale Show. Aloha Visitor Guides, 808 Computers in the Konako Shopping Center. My good longtime friend, the Kunataki family and Chick Kunataki Waiaha River Coffee available up at Dinah's and Halualoa. And um, ESPN Radio, really appreciate the support. ESPN Radio, part of Pacific Media Group, which is Kappa, K-Big, and The Beat. And I really am proud to have my show at ESPNHawaii.com under the lineup tab, or you can also get the free podcast on iTunes or I'm on Facebook, Emily T. Gale Talk Story. So thanks, everyone, for listening, and thanks, special thanks to, uh, to Josh Pacheco for helping me out, getting the show up each week, and for uh, J.R. DeGroot, the sports editor at West Hawaii Day, for his support. So look for their uh, stories. Uh, Rick Winters and J.R. always do a great job of covering the Mitsubishi Electric Championship. And I'll see you out there this week. Aloha.